Welcome back to the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Welcome, people. We are doing 20 minute limit today. And I and believe Arnold. Well, <laughs> quit it and sleep. Um, I believe Arnold has a topic for us today. Yeah, bit of a continuation from the last conversation we had. Oh, right. Oh. In which. If the listeners missed that episode, yeah, you might want to go back and press okay. play. But you're going for the B side today, today, huh? today. We're going for the B side, bro. B side. Talking about unbelief. So what I want to do is I want to read a couple of verses which have a context to them before and around it as well, which okay. may or may not come up. I'm sure, but with just this subject of unbelief it's a verse that just has kept on coming back to mind i haven't even had a chance to kind of flesh it out or anything but Mm. let's roll with it so it's hebrews chapter 4 verses 1 to 2 yeah it's begging for the verses earlier as well And then you go back and then it does the same thing. I'm going to read the verses and then we'll see where we'll take it from. Okay. But uh, verse one says, Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. This version, I'm not going to lie to you. For we who have believed enter enter that rest, as he has said, as I saw in my wrath, they shall not enter rest. It goes on. Let me look for another another version that will probably say it a bit more like how I'm hearing it. <laughs> you know, sometimes that happens. You just hear it in KJV. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> Yeah. And it carries a different base. Yes. Um, what were you what were you reading in just then? Uh, NI. That was ESV. Ooh. No, it wasn't NI. It sounded NI though, didn't it? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read the to, the Young's Literal? I have actually. That one is that I one. I used is, to read that. Yeah. I used to reference it every now and then. Okay. Yeah, that one's that one's serious. Mm. Sorry, I'm looking for the actual verse. Um, Hebrews chapter three, <laughs> <laughs> from verse twelve. Hebrews three, from verse twelve. Take right. care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart. I'm giving the ESV a go again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me start. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hebrews chapter 3 from verse 12 says, Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart. Oh my goodness. Leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened 
by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. As it is said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? And this is the verse. Mm. So we see that they were unable to enter Mm. because of unbelief. It's very sobering, I think. Why'd you say that? Because I feel like um, with the people of Israel, they had God's best before them. So God had prepared a land for them, full of milk and honey, grapes as big as anything. You know, this was the land that he had promised to them. And they were unable to enter because of unbelief. They were unable to enter into the promise, into the rest, you know, into the deliverance of God Mm. because of unbelief. It wasn't that he hadn't done it. It wasn't that it wasn't Mm. available. It was that they were unable to enter Mm. in because of unbelief. Um, And it just, it just really deceived them, to be honest. And I think what, Mm. what stuck out to me for this was, you know, it says about, um, anything that isn't of faith is sin mm. and you know it talks about the deceitfulness of sin for me that's mm. that's linked because the original mm. sin was Adam and Eve not believing what God had told them and disobeying Come on, man. and it's like that unbelief can harden you is what I took from, from this mm. Mm. and it says today if you will hear your your, if you'll hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion because it wasn't that they didn't hear him. They heard him, but they chose not to believe. And because they didn't believe, they disobeyed. Mm. And that's really what mm. stopped them from entering was the unbelief which caused disobedience, which caused rebellion against what God has said. Because if you believed what God mm. said, because God only says good things, right? So if you believed what God had said, why would you not do it why would you be disobedient if you believed what god has said and you believe that it's good for you why would you be disobedient i I just think even just reading through these verses there's literally one thing in my mind and it's abba please expose any unbelief that exists in me Hmm. because like it's really it's, it's a, I think it's really sad to think about how much we miss out on because of unbelief. 100%. Not because he doesn't care, not because he's not good, not because he hasn't already provided long before we knew our needs, but because of unbelief. And I think the point you were speaking about with even in the garden, like all sin comes back to unbelief. Unbelief. Right? That's That's the root of it all is do we believe what he has said or do we choose to believe something else 
and I think what what you said it reminds me of it's Mark nine twenty four, um, where the guy is is with Jesus, mm. and it's the guy whose son um, is like throwing himself into fire, is basically mm. demon possessed, and um, Jesus says to him in verse twenty three, "If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes." Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Mm. And it's that thing of, I, I want to believe. I choose to believe, but I also need grace because even faith comes from God, mm. right? Like the ability to have faith is, is God-given. It's God that empowers us. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing mm. by the word. So I don't, I don't generate my own faith in that sense so like you said like help me with like show me where there's unbelief help me with my unbelief and even in connection to what you just said faith comes by hearing hearing by the Mm. word of god today Mm. if you hear his voice come on right come on and i think when i think about the times where i have experienced unbelief or doubt or Mm. any of its cousins it has usually tended to be in times where I haven't immersed myself in what hmm. he has to say. Come on. Right? Yeah. And I think when I think about those times and how I've been able to overcome situations like that, bro, I bury this mind. <laughs> <laughs> I baptize this mind full immersion, yeah. no sprinkle. Yeah. With as much <laughs> of his truth. <laughs> as much of his truth as, as I possibly possible. can. Like I start yeah. digging out the preachers that Mm. Um, some people might have controversial views on but I know they know how to get me where I need to get to you know what I mean like I need to hear the truth and I need to hear the stuff that my inner man mm. needs almost to bear witness to do you get what I'm saying mm. um, I'm intrigued as to who these who these preachers are that are controversial nobody, brother. I don't name anybody Eat the hey, if you guys the if you guys subscribe to the uh, premium version of the reason for podcast <laughs> <laughs> I might disclose a few names. Yeah, no. <laughs> you no gotta pay the right price for that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's it's that saturation to the point yeah. where there is no room for anything else. Absolutely, man. And I think that's where at times we really do have to get aggressive with unbelief because because unbelief is one of those things that will try to rear its head and it won't just take an inch it will try and take everything right and it just tries to start spinning out of control until it consumes you and starts directing your actions yeah and it's so subtle yeah it's so subtle because it comes with like the devil came with did god really say Mm, mm. that's what it comes with did god really say that you will do this did god really say this is gonna happen did god really say that you're protected did god really say that you're healed did god really say that you're the head or not did god really say that's what it comes with that's where those doubt seeds come from Mm. and it comes back down to which voice are we listening to which Mm. voice are we allowing to to speak the loudest in our lives Mm. you know because on the flip side of what i was speaking about with the whole like immersing this mind with what he has to say on the flip side when we're not intentional about doing that our minds are open to being immersed by 
all these other voices, right? Mm. And and I think this is where on that whole subtle thing you mentioned, it is so true because it's not like the the path to unbelief comes up with a big sign that says, Hi, I'm about to take you down the road to disbelieving. Like it mm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's just recognizing that in the same way the scripture speaks about he who doesn't gather what's the verse what's that I'm gonna find it hold on a second I think I think you're right there's there's so many ways that it like creeps in and some of them sound almost can sound spiritual or can sound wisdom like wisdom yeah but they're things that come against the knowledge of God absolutely whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters Mm. and it was something that the savior was saying in the middle of a conversation (laughs) but just yeah say what you said again bro i think i think sometimes that path to unbelief Mm. can sound almost like wisdom or like Mm. spiritual in some ways right Mm. where we start to say things think things believe things Mm. that sound sound right you know so for example i was talking to someone about something you know to do with i think it was like something medical or something Mm. like in terms of healing or something like about health Mm. and they were like well obviously we've got to be balanced right and look at what science i'm like (laughs) are you sure because (laughs) because the same science yeah that that told us that you know diesel was actually the best thing for the environment the same science that told us that smoking was actually really good Mm. so for me it's like it's not to say that we never listen to science but it's to say that when science agrees with the word, then yeah, cool. But yeah. if science is saying that, you know, on average, you know, most people over this age have this issue, mm. cool for them. Mm. Like, <laughs> okay. But that also Check means my that, lintels. Check my lintels. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? I live in Goshen, bro. I live in Goshen where <laughs> there is a... <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, like, wh- why do I need to be balanced, actually? Because it's yeah. not balanced. The mm. It's it's not actually balanced. It's mm. not natural. It's supernatural. Absolutely. You know, other people can literally be doing the same things, but it will have nothing to do with me. I don't yeah. want what science says average people go through. I don't want to live average. Yeah. But it sounds like wisdom. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but no, it's, it's, it's actually not. It's you so know, true, and that's where unbelief comes in because you'll be thinking, "Well, the word says that by His stripes I'm healed," mm. but but let's be balanced though because you know this might be normal for someone of my age or my this or my mm. doesn't doesn't matter because mm. in that moment when we start accepting those things as a hundred percent, what we're really underneath accepting beneath all of that is that somehow. The experience that we have seen is almost like a limitation to the creator which it isn't 
But bro, that's that's the funny thing. It's not even the experience we've seen. It's what we've been told. It's the word of another mm. over the word of God. Mm. Because a lot of these things, like I've never seen them. You know, this is what I've been told. What am I choosing to believe? Mm. You know. And even like when you've experienced something, you're still believing someone else's word over another. You're believing your experience over over his word. Right? Well, in the sense of you're believing the narrative of your experience. Do you see what I mean? So let's like let's say for example you experience. So let's say for example you've experienced the death of a loved one when yeah. you were believing for healing. Yeah. Right. What does your experience say that? people don't get healed people aren't raised from the dead right mm. but the word of god says that actually healing is there the word of god says that people rise from the dead mm. but that's not my experience right so where the way i would have seen that is your experience is that in that particular instance with that particular individual mm. that did not take place therefore as a result of your experience you then make a wider conclusion to say this must not happen and that's where i'm saying what matters is your conclusion and yeah. that's the word that i'm talking about right right is that i've now said well this happened so this doesn't happen mm. and that's my conclusion because another person could say well mm. that person died but actually it might have been because they wanted to mm. it might not have been that the word of god failed it might mm. have been that actually they think to live as Christ and to die is gain and go about because you don't know why it happened but yeah. you've drawn the conclusion that the word of God did not work in this situation and that's why I'm thinking actually that's your word mm. that's what you're saying about it because the situation you don't actually know why it happened mm. but you've drawn a conclusion and that's that's your word on that matter mm. you are saying that this is what happened because two people could look at the same thing and say actually this is what I think and you have a different word about it. It's that mm. thing of whose report will you believe? Come on. You know, are you going to believe the report that is God failed me or mm. the report that is I don't understand what happened but that doesn't change the fact that God heals, that God raises people from the dead. I just don't know what happened. That's Absolutely. my report on it, you know? Absolutely. And I think that really speaks to even from the example you mentioned earlier about the guy that said I believe but help my own belief. Just the mm. the 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 importance of us in those moments where we don't understand or where we do yeah. have questions or where it does seem like there's an opportunity for our minds to go to some of these wild conclusions yeah it's important what we do with that and i think that is where whether we get the answer immediately or not whether we get yeah. the answer on this side of eternity or not it's important to submit even those things to him and to say I believe that you exist. Mm. I believe that you're a reward of those who seek you. Mm. But in this situation, I don't understand. I don't get it. And and I'm having a hard time and I need your help. So there was this story that we that they told us at Bible school and mm. it was a bit about like questioning God, right? Because questioning God is okay. Like mm. you see in the Bible people ask God questions all the time. Mm. Um but they were saying that there was a woman whose daughter got hit by a car mm. and the church was praying for her. I think she, she ended up in a coma or something like that. And the, the daughter ended up dying, right? Mm. 
and the church was almost split into like two groups of people at this point now because there's people who are like we prayed we believed how could god let this girl die you know like god failed us in this situation and then there's the people who are like i don't really understand what happened but god i know you're good i know that you never fail us i know that you are healer like and they said that the people who went with the first option and just were like god until you answer me i'm not going on i'm not going anywhere i'm not continuing I'm, you know mm. and it started to chip away at them the other people like kind of carried on with their faith and you know mm. and then they said that down the line like years down the line the mother of the of the child said that before that point god had been warning her and mm. saying look you can't let your kid play in the street like that you can't yeah. let her ride her bike in the street but yeah. she had been overriding that ignoring it and then one day that's what happened her kid was playing yeah. in the street she popped out behind a car and she got hit by a car that hadn't seen her yeah. and if 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 you don't hear the closed loop on that yeah. you're going to be like but what like what is god doing like what happened yeah. but it's like yeah, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. god was warning god was trying to protect but we also have our part to play like the world we yeah. live in is fallen mm. you know and that's where like the narrative is so important because some people would have a narrative of god didn't do what he's meant to do mm. but other mm. people have a narrative of god always does what he's meant to do mm. and he's always good and sometimes it is us that either we fail or we don't want those things mm. you know because even looking at the people of israel would there not have been some people who actually said look how their god took them out of the land of Egypt to kill them in the desert because that's what yep. it looks like happened but they don't know yeah. the ins and outs yeah. they yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, the, yeah, actual, yeah. the actual facts of what's happening mm. you know so it's really important the the narratives that we tell and this, the understanding and what we assign to to things that happen in our lives mm. Mm. so I think I think that question that you're asking is something that we should all we should all consider in terms of lord where is there unbelief in my life mm. Mm. show me the areas where i'm not i'm not hearing you i'm not listening to you mm. i'm not allowing your voice to be what i build upon mm. um because that is that is what we need as our foundation is the word is the word of god is the written word is the words that god has spoken to us about what we need to do that needs to be the foundation of everything that we do otherwise the things that we do the things that we build they're going to be just on sand they're not going to be on a solid absolutely. foundation absolutely and you know what bro i genuinely believe that really committing to asking and ongoingly asking him to expose these things and being practical about addressing them mm. i genuinely do believe that it leads you on a path to experience more of the abundant life. 100%. The, the abundant life we were designed to experience. Mm. Um, and when you speak about abundant life, a lot of people just think about money. I'm not talking about money, but yeah. it may involve money. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but like, because unbelief plays out in all areas, right? It can mm. play out in, in career progression. It can play out yeah. in business it can play out in marriage relationships you know um mm. in all sorts of areas mm. housing situations and more mm. and 
And yeah, man. Because it says, you know, about those who know their God shall be, I think it's do great exploits. Do great exploits. Come on. Right. Oh no, that's I mixed up two verses. There's one about the righteous are bold as a lion, but then there's yeah. this one about those who know their God shall do great. Yeah, do great exploits. And it's like it takes faith to Come do on. great exploits. Yeah. Because God is going to tell you to do things that are going to seem crazy, but Holy it takes God. faith to do them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one day we'll go into this episode and talk about that but, <laughs> but I think even in that verse it's so interesting those who know their God right because yeah. there's so much power in in no. knowing him mm. like and not knowing him from the experience of somebody else or from the the information shared by somebody else but knowing him first hand first, knowing yeah. his ways knowing what is consistent with what his intentions towards us are you know because those are the kinds of things that when you're in the middle of a situation that doesn't make sense mm. you can at least defer back to what you know of him to be true exactly. right and that can be what holds you in the in-between where you may not get the information or understanding that you're looking for immediately mm but you can still stand firm and continue to walk by faith knowing that he is still good 100% so that that verse it comes yeah. from from Daniel yeah. um, and it actually says those who know their God will be strong and do mighty exploits yeah. and it's actually talking about it's a prophecy I think um, about like a dangerous perilous times and about how this king will basically be rampaging and he'll be a tyrant mm. you know and the bit that before it says you know his armed forces will rise up to desecrate the temple fortress and will abolish the daily sacrifice then they will set up the abomination that causes desolation with mm. flattery he will corrupt those who have violated the covenant mm. but the people who know their god will be strong and do mighty exploits so that's basically what you were just saying about yeah. how it gives us the strength to stand mm. in crazy times or in dangerous times mm. knowing our God will do so much for us mm. it's so vital it's so important mm. so thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast and we'd love to hear your thoughts so feel free to message us email us at info at and tell us what you thought and we'll catch you on the next episode Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>